You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode 15, How to Look Forward to the Future After Grief. Hi there. How are you? Hey, I'm so thankful to be here today. I ran a marathon on Saturday, two days ago, and it was incredible. It was the first marathon I have ran in over six years. And there is just something about running 26.2 miles that is just extraordinary. It is something that opens your eyes as to what your capabilities and your capacity is. There is a lot of physical and mental obstacles that need to be overcome when you are training and running a distance like that. And it is such an incredible journey. And once you have finished all of your training and have gone through all of the work to be able to run a distance like that, it is quite exhilarating to be at that start line of a marathon because not only are you in a mental place where you have worked so hard and diligent to get to that point, everyone around you is experiencing the same thing, right? They're excited and looking forward to completing a goal that they've worked so hard for. And there's something so grand in having runners come together like that. For this particular race I did, there were 2,500 marathoners that were running the 26.2 miles in distance. And having that many runners at the start line together, it was just such an incredible picture to see of humanity coming together like that with a shared purpose and a shared goal to finish. And all of us were incredibly supportive of one another. And really everyone was a cheerleader to everyone because we all were there for the same reason. And it was just amazing and an incredible day to experience with each other and something I'll never forget. I hope you all had a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. Today I've been thinking a lot about how to look forward to the future after we grieve. And I think this comes up a lot with survivors of suicide loss because it's challenging for us to really find that drive again and that excitement for the future without our person in our lives anymore, right? And I think it's super useful for us to focus on a few ways to help shift our mindsets and our thinking to help generate those excitements 
that those emotions of excitement and the emotions of looking forward again to the future. And I wanted to outline those with you today in today's podcast. Okay. So I wanted to share five ways that we can look forward to the future again after grief. Okay. The first way is to pick an activity or a trip that you've always wanted to do or experience. Okay. There's something that happens in our brains when we try to plan something. And when we're planning something that we've always wanted to do, it's going to create some emotions for us. And how that does that is because our emotions are directly connected to our thoughts. So when we are thinking about places we're going to go, things that we're going to do, things that we're going to see, okay, it's going to generate emotions of excitement. It's going to generate some emotions of happiness, of joy, of laughter, right? It's going to really generate some emotions that we really, really crave and frankly, emotions that we need to look forward to the future. So it's extremely powerful for us to plan a trip or a vacation or some sort of activity that we've always really wanted to participate in or do because we will be creating thoughts about that activity or that trip that will generate emotions that we really need in order for us to look forward again. Okay. So that's the first way. The second way to look forward to the future after grave is to pursue a goal. Okay. And the first step in that is to really decide on something that you really, really want. Okay. There are so many of us who have never even considered what we really, really want. So I think it's really important for us to all visualize and decide what it is that we really, really want. And once you have figured what it is that you really, really want, the goal, okay, then I want you to put yourself in a place where you have already achieved that goal, okay? And once you've put yourself in that place, you're going to begin to generate emotions of how that feels. Okay. You'll probably feel very proud. You may feel very excited. You may feel very productive. You may feel energized. You may feel extraordinary. You may feel amazing. There will be a lot of emotions that will come with that. And I think it's super important to hone into those emotions that you feel when you have already completed the goal. And the great thing is, is that you don't even have to complete the goal without generating those emotions first. All you have to do is really just 
visualize yourself as if you have already completed the goal. Okay. Once you're there and you have really visualized it and you have generated the emotions, right? From that, then you're going to start to think thoughts and start making plans on how to achieve the goal. Okay. So let's just use my marathon, for example. Okay. So when I had my son back in, well, it's been a year and a half since he's been born. I had a complication and after he was born, I lost a lot of blood and I had to have some blood transfusions because I had an emergency C-section and, you know, during the surgery, my cervix had just bled and bled and bled, but they had to do surgery after birth for about four hours until they were able to finally, you know, get my bleeding under control. But also after that, I had an additional complication. So it wasn't just that surgery, but I had additional complications that required some medical intervention and some medical treatments. And so it was just a, a real challenge. And I thought after having my son that I wouldn't be able to be a runner like I was before. And I just realized that thinking that way was just not a useful thought. And I decided, no, I am a runner. It's part of my identity. And I just decided that, yes, maybe this is a setback. Maybe I won't be running for a little while here, but that doesn't take away the fact that I am a runner. And so I made the decision that I wanted to run another full marathon. I hadn't run one and you know, six years, but I just decided that I was going to do it. So once the decision was made, it was really in that moment that I really visualized myself completing that marathon. So I signed myself up right away for the Mesa marathon. I got myself registered and just the act of registering myself put me in a place of, well, this is what I'm going to do. So I felt like in that moment that I shifted my mindset to the idea that this was something I could visualize that of already completing, right? So I put myself in that position of completing my goal. And once my mindset was there, I could start thinking about all of the emotions I was feeling with completing that goal. And those emotions were pride, the feeling of accomplishment, of achievement, right? Of feeling extraordinary and amazing and all of these great, wonderful emotions that I feel like most humans crave to feel. Okay. And once I have got my brain to start experiencing those emotions as if I have completed that goal, right? Then I could start thinking about the logistics. Okay. And I would get excited by downloading a program of training program and figuring out which run I was going to run when and which program I was going to do and plan out the times of day that I was going to make to run it. Right. So I start 
thinking about all of the logistics. And when I'm thinking about all the logistics, it's creating emotions of excitement and desire and looking forward and all of those things, right? That we're really trying to create. So I think pursuing a goal is huge and something that can really help us to look forward to the future after grief. The next way we can look forward to the future after grief is to provide service, okay, or to participate in service. Because doing something to ease the burden of someone else is just something that really gives us feeling of purpose and a feeling of pride and a feeling of feeling like you matter, right? It's, it's an, it's a feeling that can only be generated from doing some sort of service because you will feel like you create value that you offer contribution. Okay. And when we are in the act of providing service for someone or something or some cause, doesn't really matter what it is. You are going to be able to put someone else's needs before your own. Okay. You're going to be thinking about someone else's burdens more than you're going to be thinking about your own. And it's truly powerful when we're able to shift our minds to be thinking about what someone else is experiencing and what something someone else is going through as opposed to focusing on what we are experiencing or what we are going through. And when we do provide that service, it's a great way for us to look forward to the future because we are providing something for someone else's future. Okay. There was a lot of times where when I I was going through the loss of my sister. I had this desire to be involved in suicide prevention. And there was a nonprofit organization here called Love Frontera that I would help out a lot with. And I really enjoyed hosting events to help raise money for this organization because it was so near and dear to me. And being able to do that and to organize a fundraiser felt like a purpose that I was meant to offer. And it was, it was very healing and very extraordinary. And it was a way for me to begin to look forward to what value I could add to this world. So providing service is a great, powerful way to help you move forward and to look towards the future. Okay. The fourth way to help you to look forward to the future is to strengthen or create a new relationship with someone. Human beings really need connection. It's really part of our makeup. It's part of our hierarchy of needs, right? And it's for good reason. Humans need desire for connecting with other humans in order for 
the human race to survive. And it's really something interesting in, to consider how important it is for connection and connecting for us. And when we connect with another person and we create or strengthen a relationship, it really creates a feeling of forward thinking because we look forward to things in the future when we have another human being to do that particular thing with, okay? Whether it be a new friend, maybe you're looking for a partner or a spouse, maybe it's just creating friendships within your work in your, within your work community. Okay. It really doesn't matter, but there is something that's quite extraordinary when we are focusing on strengthening or creating a new relationship with someone. All right. Lastly, what I really want to talk about is just understanding the truth that in life for everyone, it's going to be 50, 50. Now, I know I've mentioned this before, and maybe I sound like a broken record, but I feel it's really important to reiterate here because even in the midst of creating and generating positive and good emotions to help you look forward to the future, you're still going to have hard times. You're still going to have experiences in life that are going to be challenging and you're going to create and have emotions in your life that are not going to be positive. And so I think really recognizing and understanding that life is 50-50 and that not everything in life is going to be positive is so important for us to understand. Because when things aren't going as we want them to, or if we are starting to experience emotions of sadness or disappointment or maybe the goal that we're trying to achieve, we don't achieve it. So we feel, you know, like we didn't measure up or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Just understanding that that is part of life. That is a part of what being human is. And once we really grasp that and really take that to heart and understanding, it helps you to understand that your future still has a lot of great things to look forward to, all the things that we really want, right? That there's going to be things in our future that are going to still generate great emotions that we want, the joy, the exhilaration, the excitement, the peace that we want in our lives, the happiness, the fun, right? All of the things that we really look forward to are going to be there as well. So as we know, and as we understand that all of those great and positive emotions are going to have its polar opposite of sadness, grief, disappointment, depression, you know, all of those things. And we understand that it's all just part of it. It helps us to get through those times. So that my friends is what I want you to really understand. Okay. So now we've gone through those five things. Now, my hope for you today is to really try to apply those or apply at least a couple of them, whether it be a goal or planning a trip, okay, or just creating or strengthening your relationship or, you know, maybe start a service project or, you know, participate in your local suicide awareness you know, nonprofits. Okay. No matter what it is, all of those things are really going to be beneficial for your brain health and are going to help you to look forward to your futures again. So I hope you'll try them. 
Well, that's it today, my friends. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. I look forward to talking to you again next week on this podcast. And as always, thanks for listening. Until next time, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox. Thank you.